Good morning. It is Thursday, May the 11th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin our morning before the Lord, attuning ourselves to His voice, making ourselves aware of His presence and entering into abiding fellowship with Jesus and one another. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a holy and living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our reading today is entitled, Back to the Second Beginning. Our text is Romans chapter 4, verses 13 to 17. Hear the word of the Lord. It was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who depend on the law are heirs, faith means nothing, and the promise is worthless, because the law brings wrath, and where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only those who are of the law, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being Things that were not. The word of the Lord. We've said a fair amount about Abraham this week. It would be fitting to remember how it all began with him. Adam and Eve did not believe God, resulting in the catastrophic collapse of the human race into the sloven shame of sin. So God began with another couple, Abraham and Sarah. Hear the word of the Lord from Genesis chapter 12. The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you, and I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, 
And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him. And Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. In the beginning, God began with a couple who perfectly embodied and expressed the image of God. They became deceived and confused, which led to betrayal and disobedience. Not so this time. God chose a couple who had nothing going for them. For starters, he chose two from among the fallen. And did I mention they were advanced in years? This wouldn't have been such a problem had God not willed to launch a nation. Yes, he willed to start a nation, a people, even a kingdom through their lineage. And yet they were childless. Not only were they childless, but we will get this bit in tomorrow's text. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old, and that Sarah's womb was also dead. In other words, not only did they have no power, they had no potential. Not only did God not pick them last for his team, but he also picked them to lead. They were the perfect exemplars of the law of sin and death. They were dead in their sin, dead in their bodies, dead in their hopes, dead in every way dead could be dead, except they had a pulse. This is who God chooses to awaken the world from the law of sin and death to the way of faith and righteousness. It's why today's text adds this bit at the end. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not I think I have tended to think of salvation in such legal terms, even transactional. We believe in Jesus and his work on our behalf, and it is credited to us as righteousness. End of story. Now Paul has me thinking of it quite differently. It's more like Abraham looking into the night sky and hearing the voice of God telling him, his descendants would be more numerous than all the starry host, and Abraham believing him, even though he remained childless. What if we are missing the point when it comes to salvation by grace through faith? What if it is vastly larger than a cosmic, albeit legal, transaction? way more than a mere pardon. What if it is about resurrection from the dead, even before you actually die, and the appropriation of eternal life even before eternity begins? 
After all, you saw the text. We are dealing with, and I quote, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. The prayer, Jesus, I belong to you. What if that's my act of faith? To live as though that were the truest thing in the universe. This is far more than a forensic transaction. This is a catastrophic transformation. Indeed, long my imprisoned spirit lay, fast bound in sin and nature's night. Thine eye diffused a quickening ray. I woke, the dungeon flamed with light. My chains fell off. My heart was free. I rose, went forth, and followed thee. Thank you for teaching me to believe you with everything I've got. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, could it be that we have focused so much on sin and salvation that we have lost the bigger story of salvation, of being swept up into the very death and resurrection of Jesus in order to live life in his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven? And for our hymn today, I'm going to begin the process of teaching you your favorite hymn you don't know yet, at least some of you. It's Charles Wesley's And Can It Be. It's a long one with five marathon-esque verses and a somewhat complex melody. We will sing a verse a day over the next several days, into next week even. I've already quoted verse 4 in today's prayer. We consider it the fight song of our movement. It's hymn number 569 in our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. Let's sing it in a spirit of joy. And can it be that I should gain an interest in the Savior's blood. Died he for me, who caused his pain, for me, who him to death pursued. Amazing love, how can it be? That thou, my God, shouldst die for me. Amazing love, how can it be That thou, my God, shouldst die for me. Oh, man, I'm so excited to get to sing this song with you all. So we're going to camp out here for a while and learn this. And, um, yeah, it's going to become our fight song. 
Well, there's a PS in today's email I want to point out to you. And there's a link in there I want you to go get. I want you to do this. I want you to mark your calendar now, please. May the 18th. That's a Thursday. 6 p.m. Central. We're going to get together and celebrate the most essential yet under-celebrated day of the year, the day of the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ascension Day. You know, 40 days after the resurrection, we have it on evidence. Eyewitness testimony. Jesus ascended into heaven. And then it was 10 days after that that the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I, could, I could go on and on about Ascension Day, but this is going to be an epic celebration. And the thing we're going to focus on is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that we experienced in Wilmore, Kentucky, back in February for 16 days. We got a group of folks that were there uh, helping to lead it. We got people from the college, college students. I'm going to be there, Dan Wilk, Mark Benjamin. We're going to have a number of people telling stories on Zoom. We'll meet, you know, maybe 90 minutes or so, tops, and we'll pray. Um, yeah, folks, expect miracles. Jesus is going to meet with us. The Zoom link is in the email today. So go make a calendar entry in your calendar and put the Zoom link there. Get it from the email. Look forward to seeing you there. May the 18th, 6 p.m. Don't need to register. This is going to be on us. No cost to anybody. And, uh, well, it'll be cost, but, you know, we're not going to pass that on. That's what I'm trying to say. It's going to be a blessing. Okay, guys, it's time to hit the field. Get your seed. I'll see you out there. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.